0: Today is Thursday, January the 5th, 2023. It's a great day to have a day here on the Spurs Up show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. On today's show, the latest on Spencer Rattler, Juice Wells, what their futures may entail. Also, South Carolina falls to Vanderbilt, Nashville, by a final score of 84 to 79 in overtime. Guys, I'll give my full thoughts on the game. Everything that happened on Tuesday night, Also, we look ahead to this weekend as Lamont Paris' squad returns to action on the home floor against the 8th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers. Guys, I'll break down the game in its entirety. We'll talk the Vols, the top storylines, UT players to watch for, and I will lock in my prediction for the game as well. Guys, we have got a packed show for you here on this Thursday. And, of course, as always, it's brought to you by our friends over at Price picks. Go download the Price Picks app. Go to PricePicks.com. When you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market, focused around prop total entries. Here's how it works, guys. You pick two to six players, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry, guys. It's literally just you against. The projection. They also allow mixed sport entries. So for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. You can play college sports, pro sports, anything and everything in between. Price Picks has got it. They've also got a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play, and they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. Guys, so many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Price Picks, and you should as well go down the Prize picks app go to pricepicks.com when you do use that promo code T-S-U-S to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100
1: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data
0: first week back after the new year, right? When you would go to sign your name and you would sign the date. And you had to do that on every single assignment you have, by the way. But you'd sign your name and you'd sign your date. And for like the first week or two, right? At minimum, maybe even the first month, you would mess up the year when you would write it out. That's sort of how I feel this week. It's funny. I did the intro and I had to stop and I realized and went back. Because I said 2022, and I had to remind myself, that's right. We flipped the calendar. It's 2023, folks. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here, the Spurs Up Show, as always. I hope you're having a fantastic week thus far. If you're wondering why you're hearing me on Thursday instead of the normal Wednesday and Friday, just in case you missed this earlier in the week, Moving forward, we have changed the podcast release schedule. The podcast will now drop on Monday and Thursday. All my thinking on that is, is I think the first half of the year, probably through the month of June, will be on a Monday-Thursday podcast release schedule. And then July through the rest of the calendar year, we will go back to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And, guys, that's simply just because – July is when we start diving into football, and there's just more content when you're starting to dive into football and getting into football stuff. Uh, With basketball and baseball, yes, there's a ton of games, but I just felt like it was a much more efficient means of operation to drop the podcast on Monday, Thursday, especially when you factor in. We've also got the Daily Crow Monday through Friday, noon to 2, that drops on the podcast feed as well. So again, in case you're wondering why you are hearing me today, this will be the way that we operate moving forward. The Monday show, of course, you can expect will be a full weekend roundup, weekend recap. And then Thursday, we'll look at what happened in the midweek or on Tuesday, Wednesday, what have you. And then, of course, look ahead to the weekend and what the Gamecocks have on the hardwood and on the diamond, respectively. On that note, guys, we are creeping up very, very close to starting to talk Yardcocks. baseball season is just around the corner. We will begin our baseball content right around a month from first pitch, which, believe it or not, is in just a couple of weeks. Uh, the Monday, January the 16th, I believe, is the date. That is when we will start our position unit preview series talking Gamecocks baseball. We'll start with starting pitchers, do relievers, and then we'll go all the way around the diamond as we count down the days until Mark Kingston's squad takes the field against UMass Lowell on Friday, February the 17th, which you guys know if you know me at all, you know that I am fired up for baseball season. But again, appreciate you all tuning in, guys. Thank you all so much. It's been an electric week thus far, and I want to start on the football side of things because the number one question, and the thing really lingering and hanging over our heads, what are Spencer Rattler... And Juice Wells going to do. Juice Wells, a couple of days ago, with a very suspicious Instagram story, right? It was a picture of the the NFL draft podium. And, you know, he had some emojis in there as well. And people are starting to guess and wonder, what's he going to do? Spencer Rattler had a tweet, I believe, on Monday where he's saying, you know, thank you to the Garnet Trust and this NIL thing. And this is so great. And it almost felt like a farewell tweet. I'll tell you guys this. From folks I talked to or have talked to a couple of days ago, I would have told you and I actually went on Mark Ryan's radio show, the fan upstate shout out to Mark who gives me an opportunity to come on their airwaves and talk Gamecocks nearly every week, but went on their radio show and I proclaimed that I would expect Spencer Rattler to declare for the NFL draft and try his luck at the next level. Now, as you guys most likely know, if you do not, and this will be good news for you all, we are going to continue appearing on Inside the Gamecocks every single Thursday, and J.C. Sherbert will hop on the Daily Crow every single Thursday at 1.15. You can watch that, catch that, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and, of course, on our podcast feed at 3 o'clock after the fact. So these are per conversations that I have had with J.C. Sherbert over the last 24 hours or so, and I'm sure – he will reiterate these points on TDC today. That's why I bring him up in the first place. But from my conversations with him, it is sounding like South Carolina is currently working on NIL deals that would keep Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells in Columbia, South Carolina in the 2023 season. Now, is that a guarantee? Does that mean 100% they are back? no. But I think that is the reason why you have not heard anything in regards to their decisions on their future. So that is the latest on what we have heard. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I felt really confident that Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells would most likely return because you factor in NIL and what he can make and what he can do in Columbia this upcoming season versus, you know, being drafted fifth, sixth round, what have you. But then we started to hear after the bowl game that maybe he's actually... A day two guy, you know, Brad Crawford tweeting that he had heard from NFL guys he could be a, a second or third round pick and make $1.3, $1.4 million getting drafted. And that might actually lure Spencer Rattler to go ahead and declare. Now we're hearing this from J.C. Sherbert. Just a quick reminder, these guys have until January the 16th to make their intentions known. That is the date where they have to make it known to everyone what they are going to do Also, a fun date to keep in mind, January the 18th, just two days after that, is when the transfer portal closes. At least, I think it's temporarily, but that's when the transfer portal closes, at least for a little bit. So, some of that transfer portal madness will begin to cease, if you will. So, I believe this is something we should be finding out fairly soon. Excited to talk with J.C. Sherbert, later date on the Daily Crow. But it is sounding like there is some momentum pointing to, there's at least some smoke that says that Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells, there is a good chance they will be back in Columbia next season. And guys, of course, we continue to talk about that because that is a huge deal in regards to expectations and what you can expect from South Carolina in the 2023 season. And the whole reason why I have not given way too early predictions for the 2023 campaign is because we're waiting to see what these guys do because, of course, it makes a huge Different. So that is the latest, guys. I would say if you want to hear more on that, tune into the Daily Crow today at 1.15 if you can. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. If you cannot tune into that, if you cannot tune in, stay tuned to social media because I'm sure I'll be posting those clips all over our social media channels. Also, you can watch the full appearance with J.C. Sherbert on YouTube or just go listen to the podcast version of the Daily Crow, which will drop at 3 o'clock This afternoon. So, again, really exciting stuff. Again, I know we're all on the edge of our seat just wondering what these guys are going to do. And certainly, these are decisions that will go a long way in shaping what the 2023 football season and effectively the third year of the Shane Beamer era looks like in columbia that being said guys let's move from football to the hardwood gamecocks falling to vanderbilt on tuesday night by a final score of 84 to 79 and overtime i know we talked a lot about this yesterday so i will not be long a a really tough one and a game that you felt like guys you needed you absolutely had to have and i know going on the road and winning in the sec is tough memorial gymnasium has given south carolina fits over the years if you will but um a really tough loss especially i think when you looked at how you controlled that basketball game and the way you were really able to dictate the tempo and and like i said control everything and and then just faltering late was was really really unfortunate it was really unfortunate um the depth issues obviously showing themselves i think vandy outscored you their bench outscored you 58 to 7 or something like that uh the lack of depth really rearing its ugly head and you know, things only get tougher, obviously, with Tennessee now coming to town. And you got some much, much, much tougher games as you go throughout SEC play. You know, I think Vanderbilt, certainly you're going to play them again. That's one of those teams, South Carolina, Vandy. And I think Georgia will be those teams at the bottom of the barrel, if you will. Uh, those will be those teams at the bottom who will be fighting to get out of the cellar. But uh, not a good start for the Gamecocks, especially when you just factor in how bad Vandy is this season and uh, the fact that you had that game in your grips and let it slip away. And, you know, guys, I would just say this. It's it's all about patience with Lamont Paris. I I, I totally get it. You know, I think you could almost equate this to a year zero for him, though, even having Gigi Jackson, even having some of these players that uh, you added through the transfer portal. You, you just simply do not have the depth to compete at this level right now. And I think it's really unfortunate, obviously, but it's just the reality of the situation so with that being said guys we're going to move off the vandy game talk a little south carolina tennessee before we do that i want to you about our friends over at carolina cigars because t-s-u-s as always is brought to you by our friends at carolina cigars carolina cigars has been in operation since 2008 recently taken over by the peterson family in 2020 whether you knew the cigar scene or whether you've been enjoying cigars your entire life carolina cigars has the expertise and knowledge to make your visit to their shop enjoyable stop by for a fine cigar and experience their classic cigar lounge where people come together share conversations and become friends so if you're into cigars in your own hilton head island you really do need to come by and visit them they offer same day shipping nationwide free delivery island-wide for weddings and all special occasions they are also proud to offer premium cigars at nine outside humidor locations around hilton head island and they offer special events throughout the year as well they want to talk to you they want to engage they want to share with you their cigar selection they're very proud of and their beautiful cigar lounge so when you're in the low country there's only one place for cigars that's carolina cigars hilton head island's premier cigar merchant come and share your passion it's all there at carolina cigars you can find them on instagram at at carolina underscore cigars that's at carolina underscore cigars or give them a call today at 843 681 8600. That's 843 681 Smoke them if you got them and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. All right. Gamecocks volunteers at the CLA. South Carolina sitting at 7 and 7, 0 and 1 in SEC play. Tennessee is 12 and 2, 2 and 0 in league play. And of course, they are ranked in the top 10, ranked eighth nationally. In college basketball, their two SEC wins. They beat Ole Miss on Wednesday, December the 28th, 63-59. A really close game in that one in Oxford, Mississippi. And then on Tuesday, they took care of business in Knoxville against Mississippi State, 87-53. to So they will travel to Columbia, of course, the game. A 3-30 tip-off on the SEC network at the CLA. Their head coach is Rick Barnes. Tennessee averaging 74.7 points per game, allowing just 53.2 points per game. So they are playing some great defense, and Tennessee as a team is shooting 44%. As we move to the top storylines, guys, we'll start. What does Chico Carter do for an encore? A great game against the Vanderbilt Commodores, really put the team on his back. And, guys, you think about it, I mean, South Carolina is looking for, we keep talking about it, these supporting pieces – outside of Gigi Jackson. Can Chico Carter be that guy? We saw Hayden Brown struggle a little bit, Michi Johnson struggling, Chico picking up the slack. He needs to continue to show that consistency and show he's going to be a guy next to Gigi. Speaking of Gigi Jackson, the big storyline, guys. Gigi's first SEC home game. I know folks are really excited to see him. And as the competition stiffens up, and as the competition gets better, I'm just really pumped to see how he handles that, right? There was an article written earlier this week, our, our friend Jamie Shaw, who had come on our show before. And uh, I'll be honest, I didn't take time to read the article, but the, the title was talking about Gigi Jackson, should he opt out, will he opt out, stuff like that. I I, I understand that, you know, South kind of basketball is what it is. And Gigi Jackson has a long future ahead of him, but I don't see that being the case. I, I think these are very valuable games, valuable reps for him. I mean, you can see... He's raw. He's got talent, but I think he needs these reps. I think he needs this experience. I fully expect G. Jackson to play throughout the SEC slate. I expect him to play well, and I'm really excited to see how he does against SEC competition. The big storyline in this one, guys, the Gamecocks are undefeated at the CLA. They'll put that undefeated record to the test. I'm really curious to see what the crowd looks like, right? Because I, I I think Gamecocks basketball is in a really interesting situation right now where it's like, I, I think folks, you know, are excited for GG. I think folks are excited to see the progression and the evolution of this program in Lamont Paris. But, you know, we taught when Frank Martin was the head coach that whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball, these are sports that are not like football. Like you have to be putting a product on the floor, on the diamond, et cetera, to draw any sort of crowd so what type of home court advantage, quote-unquote, can you really expect from the home faithful? Um, another big storyline, guys, is just really this is the beginning of a gauntlet. I mean, you look, you got Tennessee, then you go to Kentucky, Texas a and at home, Ole Miss at home, Auburn at home at Florida, and then you finally have some relief at Georgia uh, in the closing out of the month of January. So really, really tough start to a really tough stretch. We will see if South Carolina is able to rise the challenge. And my final storyline, guys, is this: is just what is this team's upset formula? I like, I, I really don't know. You know, it's crazy. We're this far. We're going into Game 15, and I just don't know what it looks like for this team to play their best basketball. I don't know what it looks like if this team's going to upset a Tennessee. Like, does Gigi Jackson have to play out of his mind? Does Chico Carter? Does Michi Johnson? Does I mean who steps up down low? There are there are more question marks than there are answers when it comes to Lamont Parrish's squad. There really are. Um, and that just comes from a lack of bodies, a lack of depth, a lack, a lack of experience, and flat out a lack of talent. You, you just don't have the guys to compete with a team like Tennessee or or some of these other bigger SEC teams. But you never know, right? The SEC is tough, and winning on the road in the SEC is tough. And the Gamecocks, to their advantage, have this game at the CLA, and we'll see if that does make a difference. Let's look at Tennessee players to watch for, and we'll start with Santiago Vescovi. I swear it feels like this guy has been there forever. He is their leading scorer, averaging 12.8 points per game, shooting 34% from three, 38% from the field, averaging 4.2 rebounds per game as well. You then look at Olivier Nakoma, 11.4 points per game, 4.6 rebounds per game. Also, Zakai Ziegler, 10.7 points per game, and... Uh, 3.1 rebounds per game. Their top rebound getter, Julian Phillips, 5.7 rebounds per game. So Tennessee is a deep team, again, ranked in the top 10. Rick Barnes has done a fantastic job building out their squad, which leads us into my prediction. How will Gamecocks basketball fare in their game on Saturday at the CLA Guys, I wish I could tell you that, um, you know, I had high hopes for this one, that I felt like South Carolina had something up their sleeve, that, you know, they were going to be able to ride the the wave of momentum from the home crowd, and, and uh, you know, they were primed to play their best basketball. They very well might be, but I can't pick it. I, I think Tennessee's for real. I think we all agree at this point. South Carolina probably going to win two or three SEC games all season. This will not be one of them. So lock me in. Give me volunteers. 88. South Carolina, 61, Um, and I and I think it's a blowout. I think Tennessee's a big favorite in this one. You know, I I I don't think the Gamecocks stand much of a chance, if you want my honest opinion. I think it'll be a long day for South Carolina, probably a game that's pretty much over at halftime. Uh, Rick Barnes' squad, again, is on a mission, one of the better teams in the SEC. They'll be able to dispose of South Carolina with no problem. So, again, lock me in. Tennessee, 88, South Carolina, 61, and the Gamecocks will effectively fall to 0-2, N S E C play guys. That being said, that's going to do it all for me. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank y'all so much. Uh, Looking forward to this weekend, obviously the game at colonial life arena and stay tuned content, bleeding out the eyeballs and you never know what might happen. We might get news sooner rather than later on this Spencer Rattler juice Wells thing. And uh, there's never a dull moment in game. Cotton nation is there. So again, I want to end by saying thank y'all so much. for The continued love and support even when we're changing up things in content and the way we operate, you guys are right there rolling with the punches, uh, just continuing to show that love and support and tuning in. And I cannot say thank you enough. So again, guys, appreciate you all tuning in and I'll leave you with this go Cox beat Tennessee. And we will talk to you all on Monday.
2: mypatriotsupply.com